Hello, mighty men and women of God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to you today to bring you a word straight out of the Bible, the Word of God. I'm going to be talking out of Proverbs chapter 1, and I'm going to go over and touch on Isaiah and a little bit over in Revelations. And who knows where we're going to end up in this podcast today. I just want you to know that I I pray that you are uh, blessed. I pray that you are kept. I pray that your mind, will, and emotions are under the blood of Jesus and that you are in perfect peace. With all of the things that are going on right now and how we are rapidly seeing so much change, it's coming at us so quick. It's coming sometimes on an hourly basis looking at developments that are going on around the world as it pertains to this coronavirus. Um, There are many other things going on in the background. And all I keep hearing in my heart and my soul is to get people to turn to Jesus. And for those of you out there, men and women of God that have been called into the ministry, I'm telling you now is the time to do it because great is the harvest, but few are the workers. God wants to put his words in your mouth. Just trust him and step out and step forward to do the work of God. But anyways, I just wanted to share some of the things that God has put on my heart. And one of those is uh, how we need to be coming out of her my people and that word is over in revelations where he speaks to uh his people and he says come out of her my people that you may not partake of her plagues and i'd like to go into that in in the details in which i understand it that the lord put on my heart and what all that really means okay the word says my people perish for lack of knowledge he didn't say they perished for lack of hearing the word or perished because of this or that. It was specifically knowledge. And at the time that that word was spoken to the church, they didn't have the internet. They only had those old scrolls and they hadn't been even put into book form. They were in scrolls. Um, and so uh, uh, they were. They, the, that was a cry out to to go ahead and start studying the word that you may be approved. Well, when God puts information in front of his people, he, he does it for a reason. There are things that God will bring you across because he wants you to study that thing through and have a broader understanding of how that correlates with his word. Some of you, I feel, I feel led to say that because some of us are seeing things here. We're hearing rumors. We're, we're seeing all these conflicting stories. But, the, but if we will look unto Jesus and abide in Jesus and listen to his Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, God is going to keep you fully informed of everything that's going on. But um, anyways, I wanted to start in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. And um, I'm going to talk about the judgment of God and why is that important. And, oh, please don't give up on me. Please hear me out. This isn't a doom and gloom message if you hear it in the Spirit. It's a message of hope, and it's a good thing. And I want to talk about a judgment first so that we understand how it's going to correlate over here in Revelations Uh, to coming out of her, my people. I'm going to do my very best to, to try to tie all this together 
And before I start, I'd like to pray. Lord God, I ask that you would touch my mouth. I ask that you would open my mouth and close my mouth according to your will and purpose for every soul listening to this podcast today. I ask that you would open up hearts and minds to be able to have understanding. Lord, that you would touch them in a great way, that you would strengthen and nourish them in their bones. In Jesus' mighty name. And Lord God, I ask for a mighty, mighty wind to come upon your people that are listening to this podcast right now that have been divinely appointed to hear this word. I ask, Lord God, that you would gird them up with a great courage, Lord God, like the courage of mighty lions rising up in this last hour to speak your word to the people. In Jesus' name I pray and peace upon your people, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, judgment traditionally has always gotten a really bad rap. Have you noticed that? Uh, Judgment uh, and the judgment of God has been misrepresented by church order and many times never spoken about by preachers and such hirelings that have been uh, self-appointed that like to cherry pick scripture so that the so that God's people don't get the full um, understanding of of God's personality and I will tell you this that as as human beings we generally can be very lazy when it comes to uh, researching and studying and learning but God is calling his people out of that Um, One good thing I see about this uh, pandemic that has taken place, it's sat a lot of people down at home, and I'm telling you, we got more time on our hands to do uh, so much uh, more than we ever did. And um, one of those things that people are doing is they're starting to pull out their Bibles and blow the dust off of it and start to read it. And that is not meant to be an... um, uh, a snide remark. It's just, it's just a fact. A lot of people are starting to really draw closer to God in this situation, and that's a wonderful thing. So that's one thing that's going on, and we should be thankful for that. It, uh, one thing about this coronavirus is, it has woken people up to their need for Christ Jesus, because um, as a country, we, uh, anybody with two eyes can see that America has gone a whoring. And gone away from God and there's a lot of things that we've had to witness especially over the year of 2019 of course prior to that I mean it's been going on forever but we saw some of the most unbelievable things in 2019 as it pertained as it pertained to um, full-term abortion being legalized in New York State Uh, We saw a court case between a mother and a father of twin boys where the mother was trying to get legal rights to uh, chemically castrate the one of the little boys and transgender that child uh, into a female. Uh, We got to see uh, so many things like that. It it was just jaw-dropping minute for minute. Uh, Drag queen story time became the norm in cities across America and um, God had enough, okay? And if you listened to my message, uh, a, a voice crying in the wilderness, I gave my personal experience and testimony of a vision that God had given me about bringing judgment upon, um, upon this world. And it was a very uh, heartbreaking, 
um, message. It was very, it, I couldn't tell it for many days after it happened to me without crying. I suggest that you go and listen to that. But in that, there's hope for God's people. And God's people, you need to hear this. You need to hear, uh, you need to hear this, is that we as God's children who are walking under the blood covering of Jesus Christ, we are covered. God wants you to know that. When, when the death angel passed over Egypt, I'm telling you, you better hear this word, that the blood of the lamb was, was put on the doorpost of those people's homes. And if you didn't have the blood of the lamb over your doorpost, death visited your home. But you are a child of God and you are inside Christ. So be not afraid, neither be dismayed, and understand where, what we're witnessing right now. Some would say, well, this is not the judgment of God, and I'm going to tell you something, that head in the sand mentality, it's got to stop. People are going to have to wake up. This is exactly what, what's going on is exactly what this Bible said would happen in Revelations and in Matthew 24. We're going to get to see a lot of things this year. A lot of folks think, oh, you know, this is just going to go away and it's going to be all great and everything. It's just going to go back to normal. And, and no, it ain't going to go back to normal, my friends. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. I'm going to tell it to you just like these people did in this Bible. I'm going to tell the truth. Because, see, I don't have any financial gain to make off of this. You can hear me asking for offerings. I don't have to keep... Um, your, uh, I don't have to please people. I only have to please God. Amen. We got to stand in that kind of attitude in this last hour. We're not going to make it. Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. But, um, anyways, I wanted to read about, um, what God thinks about people who don't listen. And that's why it's important, brother and sister. And, and you know, some of you listening to this, you're like, well, Heather, this doesn't apply to me because I'm following God every day. I've been telling people for years that they needed to serve the Lord and that we needed to repent. Well, then pass it to somebody who you think uh, needs to hear it, uh, who you think would uh, benefit from this, um, and and bless them so they can be uh, uplifted and informed and and. And, and all of that. God wants that for his people. But um, anyways, um, going on at, uh, to Proverbs 20, f verse 1, 20. Okay. God had put on my heart. Um, I, had, uh, I had spoken a message back in February uh, called Wisdom Cries Out. And the Lord put on my heart that I was to revisit this chapter in its entirety. and Or that section in its entirety. So people can hear all of it. Because it's that time. So here we go. Wisdom crieth without. That means she cries outside. I'm reading out of the King James. She uttereth her, street in, her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief places of concourse, meaning all of the places like the airports, bus stations, uh, I don't know, high school hallways, anywhere where lots of people are congregated and they're really busy. That's how I see it. They're really busy. They're going back and forth. They're not paying attention to anything but where they're going and what they've got to do for that moment, not focusing or thinking about their eternal soul. Okay, so she's crying in the chief places of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, quote-unquote here, 
quote unquote from 22 all the way out to 33. Now you got to understand that wisdom is a female voice, okay, with great strength, crying out to the people, okay? Got to hear that. If you want to understand more about the about the spirit of wisdom, you need to hop on over a few pages to Proverbs chapter 8. And that'll bring some deeper understanding about who the spirit of wisdom actually is. Okay, so quote unquote, this is what she says. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. My correction is what she's saying. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. She's pleading with the people and she's saying, if you will just turn to me, if you will just look, if you will just hear, if you will just open your heart and your mind, I am here and I will instruct you and I will correct you. You remember in, in, um, in um, Psalms, um, I think Psalms 23 is one of the most quoted uh, Psalms in the Bible. Is the word says um, that my thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What does that mean? The rod is the rod of correction, and the staff is what God is is what the shepherd uses, Jesus, to direct us around, right? To herd us back and forth. Okay, so that's a good thing. The reproof is a good thing. And I love God that he is good to correct and convict us when, when we're going the wrong way. And, and, and we think we're so right. You ever notice that about us little pea brain humans? We think we just, once we got something in our brain, we just think we got it. But sometimes God wants to come in there and turn all those false doctrines upside down that you were taught as a child, weren't even lined up with the word. Oh, yes, I had to go through that process too. And you know what? We got to line up all of our opinions and agreements with God's opinions and what he wants us to believe. Amen. That's for somebody out there listening that's going to be listening to this podcast. Okay, now she, she's saying, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you because I have called and you have refused. I, I kind of add a little bit more as I'm reading to the King James to make it, to make it more in modern day language. But um, let me continue. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, but ye have set at naught all my counsel. We set, in other words, she's saying you have set it as nothing all of her counsel and would wouldn't have none of my reproof none of the correction this is the, she's telling she's telling these people who are not paying attention i also will laugh at your calamity i will mock when your fear cometh when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind when distress and anguish cometh upon you then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, hear that, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel, and they despise all of my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, what was she just saying earlier? How long will you hate? How long will you, uh, simple ones, will you love simplicity? Okay? 
I, I want to expand on that but I'm going to go ahead and read through to the end of 32. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. People that are chasing after riches and chasing after wealth, and that's all that matters to them. I know some people like that. Yes, I do. And um, unfortunately, they're not interested in anything else but what is going to bring them to stature and money. And that won't stand because those people, they'll, they'll be the first ones in line to sell their soul to the Antichrist when he shows up. So um, I wanted to expand on, on this right here. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. What, what does that mean, really? What it means is that some folks, they turn away from the deeper knowledge of, of this life uh, spiritually because they just don't want to be bothered with it. Frankly, it's just too much to think about and they just want to keep things simple. Well, hey, you know, everybody needs a day where things are just simple. You know, where you just lay out and on the on the lawn with your children and, and play with the dog or something. I'm not talking about that kind of simple, really. I'm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the simple things of life, okay? God wants you to live in peace, but he's not, he doesn't want us to be ignorant and that's what... Uh, that's what he's talking about when, when he says, uh, when he says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Many times God tries to expose or reveal things to people, and instead of receiving the truth and having the courage to look deeper and to uh, and to pray about it and to to really understand it, they just turn it down altogether and say, I don't really want it. I just want to be left alone. I just wanna, I just wanna live my simple life. But I'm telling you right now that the word says that the turning away of the simple shall slay them. And, and remember uh, the verse I quoted about, you know, uh, for uh, my people perish. That means to die for lack of knowledge. That's, that's a sad thing. And then up here in 29, uh, uh, she says, the, the spirit of wisdom, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. You see, this is, they brought their own judgment, judgment upon their own selves in that it wasn't that God wasn't reaching out. It wasn't that God wasn't crying out, uh, that he didn't send all of his prophets and preachers and messengers, messengers to, to give the word. It was that there came a day where you see conviction it's important that we are convicted when God is talking to us, that we hear him, okay? Uh, go back to the well and sit with Jesus. I say that all the time in these podcasts. Go back to the well and sit with Jesus and, and learn from him and worship in spirit and in truth, okay? Because that's your direct line. It's your lifeline of communication with God, okay? Um they didn't choose the fear of the Lord. You see, a lot of times uh, in today's harlot churches, what has gone on is, is many scriptures have been used out of context. And instead of reading from the word and then uh, expanding on what the word says, you know, and what the Lord has put on their hearts, you know, 
um, and agreeing with the word, what they do is they make their own ideologies about God and then they go and they cherry pick a few verses that they take out of context to prop up their very feeble um, ideas about God, okay? And that has made a weak and feeble and malnourished uh, body in a lot of places. God is calling us now, men and women of God, ministers of God, to feed them the meat. That we have to go in and we have to feed the meat. We have to give the, uh, the nourishing word to, to get people back to life. Okay, God wants his people to rise up in might and in power in this hour. Amen. But so there's no fear of God because they did not share all of the truth and all of the different uh, sides of God. Um, I would like to give an example of that. Um, you know, I, I am very convicted about um, sharing all of everything. I, I don't want to miss out and just share the, 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 the parts of God's word that make us feel good. We need to share all of it. Um, because um, God wants us to know that we have to have a respectful and healthy fear of God. Because in this last hour, we have raised up a generation of people who blaspheme and mock our Lord and Savior. They, they don't even hesitate to cuss God to his face and make a mockery out of him, this generation. It's very, very scary because there was no fear of the Lord taught in the churches. And you know, there's a scripture that I see circulating around right now quite a bit. And this is a perfect example of that is um, they will quote the first, there's two verses here. They will quote the first verse, but they don't go in and quote the second verse. And that is how the Lord God gets misrepresented all of the time. Have you ever noticed that like some kind of news article or some kind of uh, thing like that where a person is misrepresented to the public because they will share something that that person said, but they don't share all of what they said so that everybody gets the full context of what that person was actually saying? Well, guess what? They've been doing God like that for centuries. Okay, and he's calling up a mighty uh, army of men and women of God that don't mind sharing the unadulterated truth of God's word in all of the full context of what he is saying. But this verse is Isaiah 26, 20 through 21. And you've heard this quite a bit and you see it circulating around. It says, come my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself as it were, for a little while, a little moment, excuse me, until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place. Oh no, let me cut it off there. <laughs> they stop there. They stop there where it says, until the indignation is past. So they just cut it off. That's, that's the verse. You see it going on and going around. and you, know, you see it on these little memes and stuff. But this is the rest of the verse and what it says. It says, for behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. You see, something I've noticed is that we are seeing a lot of people, like I said earlier, uh, begin to turn to the Lord. Um, begin to, um, I even saw... Um, 
a picture where here in, in downtown Las Vegas, there was Bible scriptures up in, up on the sign. Big, you know, on one of these big casinos had, had Bible scriptures, you know. I'm telling you, people are starting to wake up. And that's a wonderful and good thing. But see, if, if, if the uh, fear of the Lord, the holy and reverential fear of our great and mighty God had been being taught all of this time, I do not believe we would have ever come to this point, okay? It's important that we, that we teach the fear of the Lord because the Word says it. The Word says that um, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord.